Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, how are you? I hope you're doing good. Welcome to the third episode of the Joyous To Be podcast. So I was watching some live stream the other day and I saw some questions in chat that I would really love to answer. I sometimes do that, you know, I just watch some live stream or some Q&As on Insta and some questions that people ask just resonate. I've been through this. I know how to answer. I have experience about this. And then I take these questions and I answer them in my insta stories or in my insta posts or on my youtube channel and now i want to do this here to you so i will just read the questions and i will do my best to answer them the way i see the way i feel it the way it works for me and the first question is if manifesting your goals is a skill then how to get better at it quickly and my answer is by practicing by practicing practicing and practicing and to practice manifestation you need to know how it works and i will tell you really quickly how it works so you want something first of all first step you figure out what you want and then you figure out the feeling of it like you just close your eyes or maybe you journal it out. You just ask yourself, how is it going to feel when you already have it? And you feel all the feelings. You imagine that you already have it. You imagine that it's already yours, whatever it is, the love of your life or money or, I don't know, better relationship with your colleagues or a better job or a better house, whatever. The process is the same for everything. So you just try to imagine, try to see it with your own vision that you already have it and how you're going to feel, how you're going to act, what's going to be going on inside your head, what you're going to think, how you're going to make decisions, what is the kind of person that you're going to become when you have that. And the next step, you need to realize that the feelings of having it is what makes you a vibrational match to your desire. So the longer you feel this way already, like you already have it, the faster you manifest stuff. So basically it's about pure faith because there was this question um, in another live stream that I was watching. Somebody asked Amanda Francis, I was watching her live stream, how to believe that, for example, money is coming when you don't see it coming yet. How, how to believe that it works, whatever you're doing, this practices, this journaling, this, you know, imagining that is already yours when you don't see the proof. And that's the thing. When you see the proof, it's easy to believe. 
But how we create our own reality is by believing what's not here yet. And so you do it every day. As long as you can, you try to keep this feeling that you already have it, that you're already this kind of person that has it already, that already manifested it. And when, you know, you get distracted by something or life happens and you just forget about it, then you remember and you come back again. And the next step in this process is that every day you're going to face some limiting beliefs that go into come up and tell you that you cannot do it, that you cannot have it and that it's too simple and it's, you know, life is not that easy as you think or whatever it is. And your job is not to believe them. You need to just observe them and shift them. And it's an everyday job. So how to get better at manifesting you need to practice it every day and it will be easier and easier and easier every day because you will shift more limiting beliefs because you will um, see some proof and you will believe that it's working. You will have the trust in the process and yeah, the next step is going to be easier and easier and easier. But you cannot just jump over this and you cannot just, you know, decide once and then have it the next day. It's still work, it's still shifting, it's still processing. I like the saying that the only way out is through. So you need to shift those limiting beliefs. You need to notice them. You need to hear them. You need to, you know, interact with them in a kind way. You need to prove them wrong. You need to ask yourself, is it ultimately true? This limiting belief that I'm saying to myself. And you need to choose a better truth a truth that works for you, a new belief system for yourself. And it's an everyday job. The next question is how important your emotional state during the day for manifestation of your goals. And the answer is very important. Like what Louise Hay used to say, when you say your affirmations like 15 times um, in the morning or like for 15 minutes in the morning, and then you go about your day doing what you are doing and thinking your usual negative thoughts, that matters a lot. Because think about it yourself, 15 minutes versus the whole day, like the rest 10 hours or 9 hours of your day. Of course, your emotional state matters. And it's this is what I'm talking about. It's your everyday job. It's your 24-7 work. Care about your emotional state 24-7. But here I want to explain something. When I say that your emotional state during the day is very important, it doesn't mean that you need to lie to yourself and try to pretend that you are happy and cheerful when you're not happy and not cheerful. Processing through your negative emotions is a process too, you know. You need to accept yourself. You need to love yourself and you need to let yourself know. I was just writing about it in my post on Insta and in my blog post that you need to always be with yourself. You need to understand yourself. You need to approve of yourself no matter what you're going through. And you need to always let yourself know that you have the right to all your negative feelings. Like when you feel sad, when you feel upset, when you feel stressed, let yourself know that you have the right to feel this way. Of course, you're a human being. Of course, stuff happens in your life. Of course, you have the right to feel this way. 
And you need to be with yourself if you want to stay in these feelings. It's totally fine. But then you need to shift. You need to figure out what is your fear or what is the emotion that you're going through. And you need to work with it. It's when you ask yourself, how does it make you feel? And you answer, it made me feel this and that and that. And then and then when you describe this, you ask yourself again, and how this feeling this, how does it make you feel? And then you answer again and you keep asking yourself the same question about every, you know, answer that is unfolding until you find the root of it, something that happened long ago that was, you know, that you made some conclusion about when you were younger, for example, that was very traumatic for you. And then you add experiences and you see them the same and, you know, it's like a snowball it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you need to get back to the root of it and figure it out what's triggering you so it would stop triggering you. Why am I saying this? I forgot already. Oh yeah, so you know how people sometimes say that positive thinking is really evil? It's exactly why they say that. Because they, instead of processing the emotions, instead of choosing more positive beliefs, instead of shifting their limiting beliefs, they just think that positive thinking is when you just you know, go about your day saying, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. And whatever is going on, when shit hits the fan, you know, they just close their eyes and say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm I'm happy. And it never happened. And it was not real. This is not how it works. When you try to suppress your negative emotions, they will bite you in the butt later. So don't do that. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Approve of yourself. When you love and approve of yourself, you don't let yourself lie to yourself. So what you do during your day is you notice the negative patterns that are going on in your mind. You maybe write them down if you cannot just journal about them on the spot. You just write down those limiting beliefs. And in the moment, you just say to them, thank you, mind. Thank you for trying to protect me. Um, I'm ready to let this idea go. This limiting belief came up because it's ready to be released and you just write the list down and then when you have time maybe in the evening maybe in the morning the next day you just work with every limiting belief so you write it down and you ask yourself is it ultimately true and then you answer your emotional state exactly your not your thoughts not your visions but the emotions that those thoughts and that those visions awaken you your emotional state is your point of attraction so every time you remember about it ask yourself like you know you go about your day and and you just remember this ask yourself what am i attracting right now because you're attracting experiences and people and circumstances of the same vibration the same emotional state you're having right now this is why your emotional state during the day is very important it's your point of attraction so you need to sort it out you need to shift it you need it's like it's the most important work so the next question is what to do if your family members are constantly thinking negatively and the answer is it should not affect you i mean it it is affecting you at some point to some point because you know you have conversations with them you talk to them you interact with them on a daily basis but basically your point of attraction is your point of attraction 
nobody's influencing your point of attraction. The only way they can interfere with your point of attraction is that you react to them negatively or maybe you agree to their limiting beliefs and it messes up your point of attraction, it messes up your emotional state and this is how it goes, this is what you attract. But they cannot against your will influence your emotional state. I know it's hard to believe, but this was one of the most important thoughts that I started with. I started processing, I started working on. If you live with your family members, just remember that you can feel good anyway. No matter what they're doing, no matter what they're saying, no matter how they're acting, you can at any given moment just go within yourself and be happy anyway. And this is what you need to repeat to yourself daily. This is what needs to be your daily affirmation. I can feel good anyway. My happiness just depends on me. No matter what they're saying, no matter what they're doing, I can feel good anyway. I can feel happy anyway. My happiness just depends on me. Just on me. Besides, when you live with your family members, you can clearly see the negative beliefs, the limiting ideas you've been growing up with. Because your family members may be just, you know, by the negative thinking, they just show it to you on, on a daily basis what you need to work with. Because if they have those limiting beliefs and you have been living with them for years, you probably adopted some of those or maybe all of them all of those limiting beliefs and you just need to observe those people you live with and you need to write down the negative statements that they saying so you could write about them you could shift them you could question them in your journal lately later i meant later what else is important boundaries 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 they are easier to maintain when you don't live with your family members this is how it happened with one of my family members when i was you know going through some through some stuff i began believing in myself i began journaling a lot and shifting a lot of limiting beliefs and working on myself and one of my family members said to me that, you know, it would be nice to be proud of me, but I still am not married and I'm, I, I, at that point I wasn't and I still don't have kids and I still didn't build a successful career. So basically what she said is that, um, she has nothing. Like I have nothing they could be proud of. She could be proud of. And it was very painful for me. And I was not ready for this because, you know, I thought that I'm, I'm making progress. I begin believing in myself more. I begin uh, working on what really matters to me. I begin following my dreams and I was so excited and I knew a lot of information. I wanted to share it with the world. And maybe this is exactly why I pissed her off, by the way, because um, she was asking something and I was giving her my wisdom, what I know. And like somewhere along the way, she just told me that, that, you know, it would be nice to be proud of you, but you still didn't do anything to be proud of. And what I did is I set a very strict boundary with her and I just didn't talk to her for four months because it was painful for me and because I realized that I have the right to feel this pain because I did not expect that. I expected support from her and I didn't receive it. And since it's painful for me to talk to her, 
I would probably just stop. And so she would call me and we would talk about like, uh, you know, something like what she needed, something important. And if I needed something from her because she's my family member, I would call and ask her politely. And then that would be it. And then I would just end the call. Thank God I didn't live with her because I know for sure that living with a family member, it's it's harder to maintain your boundaries, to set your boundaries, but you still can do it. And it's a really nice practice. It just gives you precious experience when you know how to set boundaries with your loved ones. You then know how to set boundaries with the rest of the world. It just gets easier. So how you set boundaries is, first of all, you let people know that they're not allowed to criticize you. They're not allowed, like if they don't have something positive and inspiring for you to say, then they shouldn't say anything. And if they are the people who say that, you know, critics, criticizing is good and it's useful, you know, they should be criticizing themselves and they should be accepting criticism. But you are not tolerating this. And when somebody's saying something that is not nice to you, you are just saying, excuse me, I'm sorry, but you are not allowed to talk to me like this. And then you don't allow people to talk to you like this. You leave, you, you know, you refuse to talk about it, you change the subject, you start talking about whether you just directly, openly change the subject and you refuse to talk about the subjects that you don't want to talk about with these people. And when they're being negative, leave the room. I know it probably will hurt their feelings, but it's their choice to be hurt and it's you know it's always our choice how we take the situation how we react to the situation even when i was offended but why but what that family member told me it was still my choice to accept it you know to to take it or to not take it so it was my choice to be upset and it was my choice to deal with this, to set boundaries, to stop talking to her or to continue to tolerate that or not. And it's the same with your family members. When you set your boundaries and they are upset about this, it's up to them how to deal with this. They can be angry and it's their choice and it has nothing to do with you. They can be supportive and it's their choice. It has nothing to do with you. You're grateful for their support, but you know. You're not responsible for how they react. You're not responsible for how other people feel. And also one more important thing is that you need to remember, and it's, you know, it's not for the beginners, honestly, because in the beginning, I just couldn't understand it. So like if it, if what I'm going to say is not resonating with you at all, it's fine. Just, you know, skip it. You will get back to it later. You will understand it later. But the thing is that people reflect back to you what you have inside of you, what you feel about yourself. This family member that I'm telling you about who said that there's nothing to be proud of, I didn't do anything to be proud of. Her words hurt me because somewhere deep inside, I felt this way. Somewhere deep inside, I still had that limiting belief that, you know, no matter how much I've grown for the past two years, I still have nothing uh, material to show as my success. I still haven't grown my audience on YouTube. I still haven't grown my audience on Twitch or Insta. I still am not making as much money as I wanted. I'm, I'm still not married because it was in my head for a long, long time. So when somebody says that you are miserable and and useless, 
It hurts you when there is something in you that thinks that way. Because we've had this experience, all of us, when somebody says something to us and it just, it's just a complete nonsense. It would just, it like, where did it even come from? It just makes no sense at all. It's just so not true. And it just doesn't hurt you when it's not. And so when your family members are negative towards you, when they are not supporting you, when they're saying something to you that hurts, it's the next step. It's the next level. It's when you already shift a lot of limiting, shifted a lot of limiting beliefs. When you already worked through a lot of stuff, processed a lot of stuff. When you can um, take the stuff into consideration, and when you realize that if they say something that hurts, maybe you need to dig a little bit and realize in which ways you're thinking that about yourself. How did it make you feel? Because when you find the reason why it hurts you, why you feel this way about yourself, those things will stop triggering you. People who say that will stop hurting you with this. You will be just like, nah, that's not true. Go away. It's just your opinion. You have the right to your opinion, but don't share it with me. And they will stop sharing it with you because you attract from people what you are, like what you expect and what you have within. So also think about that when you are suffering from your family members being negative. But basically, no matter what they say, no matter what they uh, do, no matter how they are, your happiness depends on you, just on you. Your well-being is your job. You can shift your vibration, you can shift your emotions, you can get into another emotional state at any given moment by your own choice. And no matter how many negative people there are around you, when you have peace within you, you're fine. So this should actually be your daily practice. Like if you're surrounded by people who are being negative, you just don't listen to them. Don't agree with them. Don't engage with them. Just, you know, go within and repeat to yourself. I can feel happy anyway. My happiness does not depend on them. No matter what they do, I can feel good anyway. My happiness just depends on you. What? on me. My happiness just depends on me. Next question, what to do when you want your loved one to feel good, when you want your relative, your kid, your animal to feel good? How to fulfill this desire, how to manifest this? It's again through the feeling. The only thing you can do is to feel the way it would feel when they're healthy, when they are vibrant, when they feel amazing, and how you feel observing them being happy. Visualize that. Visualize them being happy and cheerful and running around, you know, happily, joyfully. Because you cannot control other people. You cannot make them do something. You cannot make them repeat positive affirmations. You cannot make them start their own journaling session and work through their limiting beliefs that cause them to feel bad, that cause them to feel sick. You cannot control what other people do or feel or behave like. So the only way you can help them through your own emotional state is to stop believing in the disease. Just make it your everyday effort to just, instead of observing the disease and observing the bad emotional state or bad uh, mental state or whatever, just have your vision that they find. Just imagine them 
12, 20 times a day, healthy, happy, talking to you cheerfully, running around happily, and just feel the feelings. How would you feel when when they are healthy, when everything's fine with them, and try to be in that emotional state? Because by being in that emotional state, you will attract from them maybe a different way of behaving, maybe different thoughts, maybe they will just be feeling better when they are around you and it will be a healing experience on its own but it's all about you you cannot make them do anything it's your emotional state that's how you can help they will respond to your energy but please 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 remember that you cannot control other people like they can feel better around you but maybe for the rest of the day for the rest of their life they feel miserable and they are drowning in their limiting beliefs and they don't want to do anything about it you cannot control them so just take care of yourself love and appreciate and approve of yourself and accept that you are doing enough and the rest is not up to you. And the next question is how to distract yourself from pain and how to manifest health when you're feeling the pain in the present moment. I've practiced it with my migraines a lot of times. You seriously need to distract. This is like the only answer that I can give you. You just need to find ways to distract yourself. And you will probably try a lot of practices until you find the one that works for you for some it's gratitude journal when they just like no matter how painful is what they're feeling they just open their journal and they just write 20 things they're grateful for and it works for some people because they just get distracted and the pain goes away some do visualizations some write in the journal how they would feel when it's not aching what they would do like how they would act and they go in all the details about this magical feeling of healthy body and how it's capable of a lot of stuff and what can you do with it and and what will you do with it when when it's you know when it's healthy a very important thing to remember that that saved me a lot of times that i took from abraham hicks is that your body is a living miracle already it, it breathes on its own the heart pumps the blood on its own it does a lot of stuff on its own that you're not actually cautiously control so it can heal on its own too your body knows how to heal itself its cells just renew every now and then your physical body knows how to be in the flow how to heal itself how to renew itself the only thing that is standing on its way that is standing on your way to well-being and to feeling better is your thoughts your own mind because in your mind you don't believe in it because you keep observing the reality instead of your desire every cell of your body and you multiple times in your mind send a lot of rockets of desire to be healed to feel better and vibrationally it's already happening the reason you are not seeing it in your present reality is because you're concentrating on the present moment or on your disbelief that you can be healed so your only job is to not stand in your way is to not resist it with your own thoughts and you need to distract yourself find a way to distract yourself when i have a migraine i try different things i tried 
gratitude journal. I tried playing Overwatch. I tried watching stand-up comedists. I tried going for a walk. I tried playing with my cats. I tried, um, you know, having fun, um, talking and laughing with my husband. I tried a lot of stuff. I tried creating something. I tried writing something about it or I tried writing down how it feels to be healthy. I tried this practice where I pay close attention to the part of my head that is not aching and visualizing this health, this well-being just spreading all over my body and then trying to pay close attention to every other part that feels good because this health is spreading and Try not to focus on the part of my head that is aching because when you concentrate on your healthy parts of your body, you will bring more of this feeling good into reality. One day one thing works, another day another thing works and you know there are days when you one minute feel good and then for the next three hours you just feel pain again and one more thing that i noticed it was very tough it was very hard in the beginning but it got easier with time to not concentrate on your part like with the migraine you'd probably understand what i mean migraine is something that comes and goes like you have pain and then for the next few minutes you don't have pain and then you have pain again and when it's not aching when i don't have pain i have this habit of trying to remember where it was aching where the pain was so i would you know realize that i'm that it's not aching anymore and i would try to remember where exactly that pain was and and i would try to feel it and then it would return and I was talking to my sister and I was talking to a bunch of people about this and I was sharing this experience and they said that they started noticing it with themselves too. Like when you don't feel pain anymore, when you manage to distract yourself for long enough time and the pain goes away, don't get back and try to remember where it was because it will get back there. You will bring it back there with your attention. And in the beginning, it's a, it's a very hard exercise honestly because you see yourself doing it you feel that you're trying to remember what the pain was and you're telling to yourself don't do that and you try to distract yourself you try to you know go play with your dog or do something else or play a video game and you still do it and the headache is back again or, or the back pain is back again how to distract yourself from the pain you're feeling at the moment first of all trust that your body knows what to do that your body knows how to heal and that the only way you can help is to stop resisting it and get distracted and step number two distract yourself find ways to distract yourself with something positive because when you feel positive vibrations when you feel positive feelings you're helping yourself not standing on your way okay guys i'm gonna finish here i have more questions and i'm gonna answer them later in some future episodes thank you so much for listening i hope it was useful for you i hope you found out something new that you will use in your daily life. If you enjoy my podcast, 
please give it a review i will be very grateful i also have my youtube channel and insta and i will leave all the links in the show notes please reach out if you want to discuss something if you enjoyed something from this episode you want to talk about i will be happy to hear from you and i will see you in my next episode have a lovely rest of your day